It's the Wiki Morning Show to Go podcast. Here's Dennis John Bailey and Diane Douglas. DJB, good morning. It's Lloyd. Hey, Lloyd. Diane, good morning. How are you? Good. The mayor of Evansville, his honor, Lloyd Winicky. Good morning. Let's get into it. Last week, we talked to you, and the numbers were not looking good. And uh, during the course of that week, you issued an executive order that goes into effect Monday. Yeah, so we saw the numbers continue to rise. If you recall, last Monday, we did a Facebook video, and we really kind of telegraphed what we were considering, and that is uh, to put a limit on large social gatherings. So on Friday, after a week of continuing uh, increase in numbers, we decided to issue an executive order that does this. Any social or civic gathering where you believe the crowd is going to be greater than 125 people, you have to have a COVID safety plan approved by the uh, County Board of Health. Currently, that number is 500, and that number we know is just way too high. But what doctors and other healthcare professionals have told us since the pandemic began, the larger crowds we put ourselves in, the higher, uh, the greater likelihood of us contracting the virus. So we want to make sure that those who are organizing events of any size have a COVID safety plan in place approved by the health department. Okay. Now, how do you go about uh, getting one of those? Uh, so you can communicate directly with the health department. They have a form online and it's, it's a simple process. Uh, the terms of the executive order ask that um, people make that application at least 10 weeks, uh, uh, 10 days in advance of their event. Uh, that's one why, one reason why we announced the executive order last Friday and we made it effective a week from uh, last Friday, meeting next Monday, excuse me, yeah, next Monday. So we want to give people a chance to be able to get their, their uh, plans in place. And we didn't want to be so... Um, so onerous in our demands or requirements that people who have events, you know, this week couldn't react. So that's why it takes effect next Monday. If anyone requires any other information, and get that at the Vanderburgh County Health Department. The Absolutely. Uh, Dr. Ken Spear, our medical officer, Joe Grease, the administrator, and Lynn Herr and the team there have done a phenomenal job. Uh, they've been great resources for us and for the gr- for the greater community since the pandemic began. Yesterday, it was announced that uh, a P-47 Thunderbolt is making its way back to the old hometown, Lloyd. <laughs> I tell you, it is so phenomenal. Uh, I think this is uh, Tar Heel Hal, I think, is the 5,500th and something P-47 that was made here. Over 6,000 were made here during the war uh, by Republic Aviation. This is, a, this is a real win for our city and our region. It'll arrive sometime early Thursday afternoon. We believe it will arrive to the riverfront in downtown Evansville about 1 o'clock, but it'll do some flyovers, of, a couple flyovers of downtown, and then do what they what pilots call lazy eights around the city before it lands at Evansville Regional Airport, and then it will be on display at the Evansville Wartime Museum. So that's fantastic. Yeah, I know. So well, exciting. Lining up uh, some folks from the Wartime Museum to talk about it, too. That is very exciting. And in fact, there's an effort to actually purchase and bring this plane back to Evansville for its permanent home. That would be great. Yeah. There, there would be nothing better if we could. I think the group needs to raise. They've raised a fair amount of money already. I, I, I want to say maybe a couple million dollars. Uh, they need to raise another million. But they've had some, you know, as always, great support from the community. Um, Evansville Teachers Federal Credit Union, Wayne and Beth Kenny. A lot of people have stepped up to really make this, uh, this, a re- this reality. Fantastic. All right, one more thing before we let you go. 
Getting a lot of calls here at Wiki, and even my, the lady who cuts my hair asked me, what is the policy from the city on trick-or-treating this Halloween? We are still working through that. Uh, we are we're kind of taking it day by day. We will follow CDC and State Board of Health guidelines, uh, but we you know we recognize that a lot of people want to get their their little goblins out and get some candy. So we're trying to figure out what the right thing to do is, and we'll we'll have some specific guidance out in in the in advance of Halloween. We'll say that. Okay. okay. Excellent. In the meantime, Lloyd Winicky, thank you so much for taking time out of your crazy schedule to give us a call this morning and keep us informed. My pleasure. Always, uh, always de- delight to be with you all. Take care. You too.